Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. So about three hours ago, I wrote down a bunch of things that I thought I would say here in anticipation of doing our program, and now not a single one of them apply. The greatest player in the history of professional football has emotionally announced he's stepping away, and that's what we're talking about. Let's go. Here we go! Go, go. Only one place to start. We have major breaking news. Uh, Within the last moment, I am being told that Tom Brady has announced that he is retiring from football for good. The league is going to be different now without the standard being there um, at the quarterback position. Congratulate him on such a fantastic career, and I'm happy for my friends. So, Bubba, I want to tell you something. We we frequently talk about buying lottery tickets on this show. I want lottery tickets purchased today because this is as lucky a day as I could ever imagine having. We have not had Teddy Bruschi on Get Up in months, literally months, and we scheduled him for today, having no idea that 15 minutes into our show, his his dear friend and longtime teammate Tom Brady would announce that he's retiring from football. And that's the voice you heard there. Again, Brady, and we will play you the announcement uh, a little bit later here this morning. Delighted to have Diana Rossini, our insider extraordinaire, with us in here. There were any number of things we were going to oh talk about goodness, today. Yeah. I don't know that we will get to any of those. Let's start with the things you are hearing as you have been. I've sat here this morning and watched you frantically and feverishly texting people all over the place. What what kinds of things are you hearing? Yeah, well, I actually just want to start with what Jeff Darlington shared with the Get Up show, which was basically that people close to Tom Brady are sharing that, that Brady is exhausted, that, that that essentially is the state he's in right now, and he was either going to choose to go back to the Tampa Bay Bucks or retire. And to, to wake up and make this decision to inform the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that they, he was going to hang it up and then share with the world a video that – when you watch the video, and listeners here will, will hear it if they haven't yet, you hear the pain still. This is a man who's now retired, unretired, and retired again. And it's still difficult for him to say the words. And I think I'll also believe in it, that it's going to be okay. And I think that's probably the most challenging thing for him now is going to deal with the transition. But in terms of, of those talking around the league, you have tons of coaching staffs down at the Senior Bowl right now. They all found out uh, at their hotels as they were getting ready to, 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 to begin their day. And, and most people that I've been texting with have been sharing the same thing. I'm just happy for him. You know, former players or teammates of his, like Danny Amendola, I texted with real quick. He said, I'm so happy for my guy. And I, and I think that's a shared sentiment throughout because everybody understands. I think you don't need to play football to watch and see that that this was a struggle personally. You know, I think you know, we're, we're not a gossip you know network here, so we're not going to dive into the divorce or anything. But there's a lot of people in our lives who've been through divorce, guys. We all know this. Mm-hmm. And it cannot be easy, especially when you have children. And, and children at the ages that her, his children are. And she has shared pretty clearly on different, through different interviews, that he chose football. And to have to live with that and, and live with the battle that he dealt with in his mind of choosing that over family. I, I, that, that is something he had to live with. And, I, and I, you know, when Jeff Darlington shares the word exhausted, it, it all makes a lot of sense. But what you're saying, yes, it does. But what you're saying was actually the reason 
that I thought he would continue to play because um, the fact that if, if indeed he did make that choice, if, if, if he did decide that football was just something that was too important to him and if it and, and if indeed it meant and look, we had a policy here. We didn't talk about his marriage beyond the degree to which it, it informed yeah. his career, because we're not a gossip network where we talk about football on this show. Um, but if indeed that was the reality of their situation, then I. I would have thought it was because he had made up his mind he wanted to keep playing for a while, not he wanted to keep playing for a few more months. One way or another, that's his business and his concern, not mine. The other thing that Jeff said, uh, Jeff Darlington on Get Up this morning, was something I had thought of, which is, as we sat here and speculated about him going to San Francisco, as we sat here and speculated about him going to uh, Las Vegas, that would have, it seems meant moving in one case more than 2,000 miles and in another 3,000 miles from where we assume his children are going to be living. And uh, it struck me as very hard to imagine that he was going to do that. Like that just felt, Mm -hmm. that was the one part of me that kept saying, I don't think he goes to San Francisco and I don't think he goes to the Raiders because I can't see him doing that. And so for Jeff to say his decision came down to retire or keep playing for the Bucks, that's why that made sense. It to makes me. all the sense in the world. And even over the last few seasons, talking to people close to myself and former teammates, family seemed to be the most important thing to him. And I know you can say, well, we got a divorce, but putting the time into that as his kids are, are were getting older into the teenage years was was a priority for him. Um, so yeah, th- this all lines up and makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I do think the exhaustion of the divorce wore on him. Uh, Darlington reported that, that Brady lost a lot of weight this past season uh, due to just the mental anguish that one goes through. Um, so, to hear him have control of this, though, uh, I'm really glad, even though in our business it's fun to break stories and, and, and get that news out. I'm really glad that he got to do it and do it in, in such a raw form. It wasn't produced. There wasn't all these special graphics. He didn't hire some 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 editor to do it. It was just Tom Brady sitting on a beach. And and I know for me, as just a fan of the game, I will for, forever remember where I was when Tom Brady really retired. Yes, because it's a year to the day that he retired the first time, and it didn't feel right at all. You'll recall it was sort of a, a series on, on, of, uh, of written uh, messages on Instagram. There was a great deal made of the fact that he didn't mention the Patriots. He didn't mention Bill Belichick. It all felt off, and part of it is because we'll recall that we had reporting. Adam Schefter and others were reporting that he was going to announce his retirement before he did it, and we recall that he was peeved by that. That bothered him yes. for one reason or another. I've never fully understood exactly why but whatever it is he wanted to do this on his own terms and he did let's play it for those of you who've not yet heard it this is on his own social media this was brady in his own words and i believe the emotion will come directly through your speaker good morning guys i'll get to the point right away i'm retiring for good i know the process uh was a pretty big deal last time so when i woke up this morning i figured i just press record and let you guys know first so uh, won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So, uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, 
Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. You can hear the emotion in it. Uh, his voice breaks a few times. You can see that he's tearing up, and it's easy to understand why. The other thing I would say, Diana, is as compared to a year ago today with something that felt so artificial, not only was that a beautiful and, and, and heartfelt and very personal, direct, staring directly into the camera, talking directly to people who are listening in that video, but you pointed out to me because I hadn't had a chance to see it. He also posted along with it a series of 50 or so, and maybe it's continuing to grow as yeah. we go, pictures of people that he loves. And there's a ton of pictures there of his family, pictures of teammates, pictures of moments in his career, and both on and off the field. And that just feels so real to me. You know, I can't look. I, none of us can understand exactly what it would be to be Tom Brady. But I know what it's like to have a career that lasts a very long time. And I know, and generally in one place or doing one thing. And I know that whenever there comes the last day that I do this, there are going to be a million memories. Like that, that's what it's going to be about. It's going to be about all the people that you were with. And it's going to be about all the people who were there for you. And it's going to be about all the different moments that will stay with you. And so the fact that he is posting it that way, I... I Look, I barely know the man, and yet I love it. I just don't think you could do it any better than he yeah, did it. It, it. it feels done, right? This doesn't feel like something where he's going to spend a few months on the sideline and get tempted again and try to do this, and we're going to see videos of him working out at some high school, right? you know, <laughs> doing drills with Julian Edelman again to just see if they can both make a comeback together and Gronk, you know. Um I, I think he's okay. Look, actually, I don't know if he's okay with it. I... I most of the time when players retire, you believe that they are really done and they feel it, they look it, they see it. And then when they talk about it, they're like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ready. I don't know if he'll ever really be ready because I think the, the passion, the obsession, he, he's a fiercely competitive person. We shared so many stories this morning and you're going to, I'm sure over the next two hours of teammates that it just, he just never turned it off. And I think that wound up being, you know, a strength and a weakness and a bit of a poison at times for Tom Brady because he's, he lived his life as an athlete and as a person like no one we've ever seen before. I can, I'll speak to my only life. I, I don't know anybody like Tom Brady. Um, and I've never covered anyone like him. And I shared with you earlier as well, just the culture he sets. I remember covering just a Bucks Titans joint practice last summer. And I was talking to you live on the air about how Brady wasn't there because he chose to take some time with his family. Right. And everyone, all the guys on the team and the Bucks kept telling me, well, it's not really like we're, we're missing out on Brady on the field. It's really missing out Brady, the coach. Right. Because that that's what he started to become. And, and I'm sure he was through most of his career. It was like, just like having another coach out there and, you know, just coming back from Kansas City where I covered the AFC championship game and I'm watching Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. And, I, and I'm thinking, man, this this is the next great rivalry. These are the next greats. Um, I, I don't even I don't know if. If we're ever going to see anything like Tom Brady, though, as talented and as as competitive as those two young quarterbacks are and who knows what their future will be. I I think this is it. I think Tom Brady is one of one. Uh, I I would. uh, That's the one part of it I don't fully agree with. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance for a job you'll love. Visit Progressive.com slash careers. He does remind me of someone and I did cover him. He reminds me of Michael Jordan. 
And that's how I started my career was covering Michael. And you hear the legendary today, you hear about all the stories about his legendary competitiveness and all of that. What I've said a million times is that my favorite thing about Michael Jordan was that he treated a Tuesday night game in February in New Jersey against the Nets Mm -hmm. with the same intensity that he played game seven of the NBA finals. If there was a game going on, his team was going to win. If he was playing, everybody was playing. All this, that's why this load management stuff makes me insane because Michael Jordan, go back and look at the numbers in the 96, 97 and 98 seasons. He played 82, 82 and 82 regular season games. Tom Brady and Michael Jordan are, I think, and I, it's not a surprise to me that they're friends. Um, I think that there, there is a lot of similarity between the two of them. Mm-hmm. The drive, the greatness, obviously, um, and everything else. So, Diana, it was great. Let's, let's see. What, what we have, we've enlisted Hembo. Okay. Because I said on TV repeatedly, you don't need me to give you a bunch of numbers. on time. Numbers, you don't need numbers to know he's the greatest ever. But as we learned in researching our book, there are numbers on Brady that'll just blow your mind. So give us one. Give us one number that Diana will say, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. The number's 43. So I'm just going to name a bunch of quarterbacks that were elected to the Hall of Fame at the age of 43. So bear in mind, you have to be retired at least five years to uh, be elected to the Hall of Fame. Steve Young, Dan Marino, John Elway, Joe Montana, Otto Graham. All of those guys were elected to the Hall of Fame at 43, which was also the age that Tom Brady was when he won his final Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) He was winning Super Bowls at the age that his idols, Young and Montana, and several others of the all-time greats were already going into the Hall of Fame. They were five years removed from their careers. So, uh, you know, as a journalist, you, you, you don't want to ever get too close because we, we, we have to stay objective. Um, and my one personal story is um, I covered the Bucks Super Bowl uh, win against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I, I had just found out that, that I was pregnant with my first child. And I took a picture on the field no one know, no one had known, um, just like holding my belly and, you know, sent it to my family. Like, look, the baby got to go to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. to see Tom Brady. And uh, I sent the pro, the, the roster, the program you get in the, in the press box, you get a whole full formal um, sheet to, you know, for both teams. And, and, I, and I had somebody send it over to the Bucks for me to have Tom Brady sign it. So my oh. little Mikey one day could say that Tom, he was there to witness Tom Brady now, you know, win his last Super Bowl. That's great. Uh, you know, so th- th- that's just something special <laughs> that, that I'll always have. And it's, it's in Mikey's room now. That's very nice. Uh, my little namesake there, little Mikey. Again, both of you, I'm so honored by both of you. You named your son after me. Hembo, you named your daughter Michelle after me. He's got the twin girls, Correct. Michelle and, and you know, the other one. And uh, and it's all just as good as it gets. Diana, wonderful morning today. Thank you. Thank you for the extra time. Really fun today. Uh, we have a full day filled with this stuff. Hembo's got trivia questions and we got all kinds of numbers. We have a million things to get to. It's a huge day in sports. There's, it, it's not every single day, although in this case it is the second time. But this time it's going to stick. Tom Brady has retired. We'll be right back on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Everything that we had planned has just gone completely out the window um, because Tom Brady announced today that he is retiring from football for good. And this time it's going to stick. Uh, let's put it this way. When he announced it last time, I believed him because there wasn't any obvious reason not to believe him. But I wasn't at all surprised when he announced two months later or less than that, whatever it was. It was Selection Sunday, right? That he announced. Wasn't it NCAA Selection Sunday that he announced he was coming back? I wasn't surprised. If he comes back again, I will be shocked after this announcement. He sounds like a person who has come to terms with the fact that this is the right decision. All right, the hashtag crew is around me here. Bubba's here. Um, Hembo is here. Cam is here. We have a million things to say, and we'll do it in 30 seconds after this from AutoZone. Are you dealing with a dead battery? Well, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services, like free testing, free charging. The testing helps you know if you need a new battery or not, if you just need a fresh charge, if you need a replacement battery. They got you covered, too. They have reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Tell me about Tom Brady, the quarterback. What are your strengths? Well, everybody tells me I have a pretty strong arm, which is, which is good. I'm pretty accurate with it. Pretty good work ethic, so... So I think I get the job done. And the Patriot of Super Bowl Six Super Bowl Championships. What are you willing to give up to be the best you can be? In the end, my life focuses around football. Fast forward 21 years. Fox win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, you are the GOAT. I think we knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we? I don't know that we knew it was going to happen. Uh, what's happened today? Tom Brady announcing that he's walking away from a pro football and all of the things that we had planned again today are gone completely out the window let's, let's let's go around the horn here quickly i've spent uh, two hours and change now giving my thoughts on this on television and now here on the radio program and we have diana rossini and we had great insight from teddy bruski today we'll play you some of that and some of the other um perspective that we heard on television this morning but let's get the members of the hashtag crew here hembo i'll save you for last bub i'll start with you uh, you are one who uh, obviously uh, competed against Brady. People don't remember, but uh, Bubba, in his, long before his now really legendary career in radio production, uh, you worked for multiple NFL teams in front offices, right. uh, including uh, several that you know went head-to-head with Brady in the early parts of his career. So from that perspective and others, what are your thoughts today on Brady stepping away? Yeah, I mean, kind of, uh, you know, watching you guys on Get Up earlier, I kind of echo uh, what Diana was saying. It's 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 almost kind of like a, a sadness because, you know, I'm, you know, not as old as you, but I, I'm uh, one of the older people on the staff here. And so I was, uh, you know, when he was in college, I was in, uh, you know, I think high school then. So I basically remember his entire career uh, watching him in college when he was there as, as the, you know, splitting time there and watching his entire career. And it's just 
wild to th- you just kind of took for granted he was always going to be playing, and it's just wild to think that come next year because I agree with you. I think it's it is real this time that come next year on an NFL Sunday that you know that first Sunday after Labor Day he actually won't be out there because it's just been for so long. You would just expect him to be out there. He'd be dominating, and you just took it for granted. And it's it's just kind of actually a, a sad, sad day to not have him out there because he was just so great. And, and you know, you also kind of feel fortunate that we we lived at this time to to see that. I You know, we I, I lived concurrently in the time to witness one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. So I, I feel fortunate in that sense. You know, um, when you talk about it, let me, for those who don't remember exactly how it began – let me give you just the unusual nature of the circumstances. You're aware that Drew Bledsoe was, if you're a football fan, you know some of these things. That Drew Bledsoe, who had been the number one pick in the draft, was the starting quarterback in New England. That he had led them to a Super Bowl with Bill Parcells as their coach. And now here we were a few years removed. And a New York Jet linebacker named Mo Lewis knocks Drew Bledsoe out on a sideline and Bledsoe has like internal injuries and outruns onto the field a kid named number wearing number 12 named Tom Brady, who had been a sixth round pick out of Michigan, who had a, a, a an eminently forgettable college career and who is probably best known now when he ran the 40 at the combine. Uh, I believe he has still not yet finished. So there was nothing expected of him. One of the things that I don't know that people remember is that that game the game in which he first came onto the field because of injury, came the first weekend after September 11th. So September 11th of 2001 was a Tuesday. The National Football League did not play games the following weekend. So whatever that would have been, the Sunday would have been the 16th or whatever that adds up to. And I had actually forgotten this until I did the 9-11 special and, uh, several years ago with the museum, and, and this all came up. But that legendary game in Foxborough where they honored the Andrewsy brothers, the, 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 the Andrewsy who was an offensive lineman for New England, had two brothers who were firefighters in New York City and had been in the towers and, and got out and were alive and all of that. And I remember them coming out there with the hats and everything else. And all of the, I mean, that, that for anyone old enough to remember, that was a time unlike any I've lived through in American history. I'm not old enough to remember D-Day, obviously, when the attack on Pearl Harbor or anything else. There's never been anything like September 11th. And so here we are a week and a half removed from that. All of us, everyone, all of the pageantry that surrounded the return of the NFL, all the support in particular of New York. You'll recall the Yankees making the World Series that year and people who hate the Yankees were rooting for the Yankees all over the country and the signs that people had, you know, now we are all New Yorkers. I mean, this is something that I remember like it was yesterday. And in the midst of all of that, that's when this all started. So that run to his first Super Bowl, which included the legendary Tuck Rule game and and other things, that got pushed back a week. That was one of those, ext- nowadays it never happens, where there was no week off between the championship games and the Super Bowl because they used that week to push everything back in the NFL. I also vividly remember, because we were already doing Mike and Mike by then, being there for the Super Bowl, and I remember how different it was. I had covered several Super Bowls before, first as a reporter in Chicago, and then I think with Mike and I, that was our January of 02. So that would have been our third Super Bowl together. 
I remember how lax everything generally had been. You could go get your, your, your credential easily. You could sort of walk in and out of the media areas easily. You go to media day. It was easy to walk in and out. The, and it became permanent. The, the level of security, the way all of that changed. Just America changed forever, 10 days before Tom Brady took the field. So that's how long Tom Brady has been the star quarterback of the New England Patriots. It was a week and a half after September 11th that his career began. Anyway, that's just what I thought of, Bubba, when you were talking about how it feels like it's been going on. And, and for many younger football fans, it genuinely has been going on all of their lives. Cam, give me a quick thought on the retirement of Tom Brady. Yeah, you just mentioned the young football fans who it's been going on their entire lives. Tom Brady was uh, starting his career when I was three. So literally as long as I have had thoughts and memories in my brain, Tom Brady has been playing football most of the time for the Patriots. My first game watching as like a, a true Eagles fan when I started my fandom was that first Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl. So he has been... Literally there the entire time I've been a football fan, a sports fan. Everything about his career is completely unfathomable, and yet I know we're going to hear a bunch of ridiculous stats for Hembo today. I'm excited to hear them. You, you can't even put into words or comprehend really what he's meant to sports, to the game of football, to football fans who rooted for or against him. So it's just ridiculous how long he's been doing this literally almost my entire life. Go ahead, Hembo. Well, I think that Tom Brady cemented himself, in my judgment at least, as the greatest football player of all time the day he came back from that 28-3 deficit against Atlanta. But the Super Bowl that he won in 2020 with Tampa, away from Bill, I think is what puts him in the kind of conversation with Babe Ruth, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan. And if you want to extend beyond team sports, Tiger Woods and Muhammad Ali, that's the room he is, is in. I think Tom Brady is going to be a ghost that quarterbacks from now until the end of time wind up chasing because he has so distanced himself from everyone else. It's not just the championships that he's won, seven, plus getting to three more, plus four more championship games he played in. Tom Brady made the conference championship game in 14 out of 20 seasons, which is completely ridiculous. But I think it's those guys for whom he is most closely compared and no football player that has ever come before or probably that has come since. I think that's 100% right. Brady is, is connected to ghosts. Um, and of the ones you just named, and they're the right ones, the one that I knew personally, I, who I knew way better than I know Brady, was Jordan. And he does remind me of Jordan. Mm. He, he reminds me of Michael in a lot of ways. <laughs> All the stories you hear. Now, the leadership piece of it is different. If you heard Teddy Bruschi talking about it this morning, Rob Ninkovich talking about it this morning, Damian Woody talking about it this morning, uh, you hear them telling stories about how Brady made himself one of the guys. He, he, he was never elevated above everybody else. He took the time to know each person and know how they were and to care about them and all of that. I think that's a uniquely football thing. Mm. Anyone who watched Last Dance knows that Michael Jordan had an entirely different method of leading. They were obviously both equally effective. And I think from a... I think part of the difference is, is the difference in the sports themselves. Michael was also a level of celebrity before, much earlier than Brady was. Like Brady became an enormous celebrity in you know uh, in the in the pop culture beyond football. Non football fans know who Tom Brady is because of you know the movies, because of the extremely glamorous wife, because of all the other stuff. Brady became a celebrity. Michael was a celebrity much, much more quickly 
the, you know, Mike Michael was the national player of the year in college basketball. He was the third pick in the draft, not the 199th. He, he hit the shot that won the college basketball national championship as a freshman, a true freshman at North Carolina. So Michael's entry into it all was completely different. So M- Michael was not that guy. M- Michael didn't get to know every one of his teammates and, and all of that. Michael Jordan led by demand. Michael Jordan basically said, I'm going to work harder than anybody else. And if you want to be my teammate, then so are you. And it worked. It's very hard to argue with the results. Um, and, and Brady, obviously, I, I found that really fascinating this morning, listening to Teddy and how different it was. So as promised, Hembo was a bunch of stats for us this morning. I, I will mention that after I mentioned that Nature Valley wants to see you and your family out there. When we share our love for out there, we inspire others to protect it. And that's what getting out there is all about. Nature Valley, life happens out there. So um, Hembo has got numbers. A little bit later, I will tell the story. I've mentioned that we have a book coming out and and that we're both extremely proud of it and excited about it and everything else. Tom Brady was the inspiration for the book, unknowingly. um, But but it was because of a conversation that I had about Tom Brady that I got the idea for the book, which has now turned into this series of 100 essays. Uh, and, and I'm going to talk more about that a little later. The book is called Got Your Number. And very briefly, it is available anywhere that you would pre-order a book, any of the websites, any of those things. And if you were interested, if you think that a sports book of this kind is something that would be interesting to you or interesting to give as a gift, maybe Father's Day or whatever the case may be, uh, then please pre-order it. That would be doing us an enormous help and favor. The book is called Got Your Number. The author is me with Hembo, and it would be easy for you to find. That said, there are unbelievable numbers on Tom Brady, and we cover a lot of them in the book, and I have asked Hembo to put some of them together in the form of trivia questions today. So, Bubba, let's have a little... You know I love football trivia questions. Oh, yeah. So let's do that. Do I have the da-da-da-da-da-da-da thing? Do I have that on my screen anymore? Am I missing that? You know, I like that for the trivia questions. Do we not have that up here anymore? I, I, don't, I don't see it up here. Well, one way or another, we got a trivia question. So, Hembo, let's hear the question. So, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, including the playoffs, combined to win 249 games together. 249 <laughs> games, Bill and Brady. So, there are two tandems that are is tied. Is that exclusively regular season or does that include playoffs? That includes the playoffs. Includes playoffs, 249. There are two tandems that tie for second, that rank second. They each had 144, 105 fewer wins. And my question for you, Greeny, is which tandems are tied for second? Da-da-dun, da-da-dun. I would like to have played that, but I don't have it. So we will give it some thought. I will give you the answer, and you're going to hear from Teddy Bruschi and Brady himself and many others as we continue working our way through, you know, an, an enormous day in the world of sports. There you have it. I finally got it. Uh, we will have the answer to that question. What two coach-quarterback tandems won the most games together? It's a tie. Over 100 wins fewer than Brady and Belichick. I'm going to get this one right after this word from Granger. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. The answer is next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. 
To have the opportunity to run out in front of 90,000 fans and play a game that I love, you feel this vibrancy to your life when you go out there. And, you know, it brings back the most amazing memories in my life. It's going to be a hell of a story. The Patriots are Super Bowl As the Confetti Flies. Bucks win the Super Bowl. It's a love that Kobe had for basketball, that Michael Jordan had for it, that Tiger Woods had for golf. Football is my first love. I'm forever indebted to the game. Au revoir, Tom Brady. Thanks for the memories. As good as anybody ever created. Uh, we are. Uh, this is Greeny on ESPN Radio with the hashtag crew around me. And, and, you know, Hembo, you really touched on it earlier, and you heard him mention some of the names. Like, that's who he is. He's Kobe. He's Michael. He's Tiger. He's Ali. And Ali is different. I mean, everyone is different in their own unique ways. But but he's that he's that level of all time great. He's Babe Ruth, Willie Mays. Um, that that's the company he keeps. You don't you don't compare him to any other quarterback. But one of the things that I asked Hembo to do today because I love it, and I, I I hope that everyone listening enjoys sports trivia as much as I do. I really like it. And so you asked a very good question today. So ask it again for those just joining us. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, including the playoffs, combined to win. 249 games together. All right, that is 105 wins more than any other tandem in NFL history. There are two tandems that won 144 games together. And my question for you, Greeny, is who are those two tandems? Okay, so at the risk of stating the obvious, here are a couple of things that I thought through. One of them is it has to be comparatively recent because seasons used to be much shorter and there were fewer playoff games. So I actually took out Vince Lombardi and Bart Starr for that reason. They won five championships together, so they have to have won a lot of games together, but they played 12-game seasons then and all of that. So I took them out of it. I took out Tom Landry, which I hope I don't live to regret, but the reason is none of his quarterbacks I don't think played that long Craig Morton played for a while, and then it was Staubach, and then it was Danny White. I don't feel like Staubach played long enough to be the answer to this. I, I, I may live to regret that, because that's certainly an option. I can't read your poker face. So the three that I've written down are, you've got to be coaches who were there a long time and teams that won a lot of games, are Dan Marino and Don Shula, Joe Montana and Bill Walsh, and Chuck Knoll and Terry Bradshaw. Now, Walsh, people may not remember this, but Walsh retired after the third of Montana's Super Bowls. And it was actually George Seifert who won the fourth one. And so because of that, now they won a ton of games. So because of that, that's the one I'm going to take out. And so my answer is going to be Dan Marino and Don Shula and Terry Bradshaw and Chuck Knoll. How did I do? You went 0 for 2. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Were were any of the other ones I named right? So again, Belichick and Brady are one. Shula and Marino are four. And Nolan Bradshaw are five. So I was damn close. You were awfully close. I missed out on two and three, but I was damn close. All right, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Bubba, you got a guess on this thing? Those were the names that we were throwing out back here, so I'm 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 lost at this point. So so who's a coach who was around forever and a quarterback that played with him forever? I mean, there been, it can't be Pete Carroll and, and and Russell Wilson. They didn't win that many games. They're sixth. All right, but thinking that recently is thinking where that this is recently at. is that's where you, where you want to be. At. That's where you want to be. I want to be someplace that recent. Tomlin well, Roethlisberger. Tomlin Roethlisberger is correct. Woo! How about that's wow. a good job by uh, nice pull, baby. Cam 
Nice. And so there's that. Wow. See, because I was Roethlisberger had Cower for so long. Like Cower won the first of the Ben Super Bowl. He only had him, I think, three years, right? Tomlin took over in 2007. Yeah. Roethlisberger played with him until. Okay. So, yes, mean, evidently. And Cam is right and I am years. wrong. I don't know what this says about me, but the fact that I got this wrong and Cam got it right really bothers well, me. The, it's Cam's wheelhouse. These are both more recent answers. It eats at me. Who's the other one? It's Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Oh, wow. Sean, I didn't think of it. Sean, Sean is in the news. We were going to lead with Sean Payton today until the Tom Brady story. And then there goes that. Wow. Okay. I went 0 for 2. God, that bothers me. I can't tell you how much that bothers me. One way or the other, we will have more trivia questions all day long. And again, I hope you would enjoy them as much as I do. Let me very quickly, because I just have a moment here, tell you Tom Brady was actually the inspiration for our book. So in the, in the worst days of COVID, in the earliest days of COVID, I was one of the very few people that you know that continued going into work every single day. We never, we didn't miss a day of get up. We moved from New York to Bristol for about six months, but we did the show every single day. I went into the studio every single day. And our group that has, that was usually at that time about 15 people, almost everyone else was on the phone or on Zoom. And there were like four of us that would be there, just the absolute minimum that you needed to do a show. And so when the show would be over, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. You remember what it was like in those days. So we would just sit around after the show and talk about sports. And one day we were making the observation of how many all-time great quarterbacks wore the number 12. Bradshaw was 12. Staubach was 12. Namath was 12. Rodgers is 12. Brady is 12. And, and Pete McConville, who was a senior person at Get Up, said, yeah, but who owns the number 12? And literally in that moment, a light bulb went off over my head and I said, that's a book. So the two things that I realized were, A, Tom Brady owns 12. There's no point in keeping a mystery about that one. (laughs) And B, that's a great book. And so that is what the book is. We decide, Hembo and I, who owns every number from 1 to 100 in sports history. I I mean, I don't think I'm giving anything away to tell you that Tom Brady is 12 and Michael Jordan is 23 and Wayne Gretzky is 99, but they're not all players. Some of them are coaches, some of them are golfers, tennis players. One of them's a horse. So we assign different and teams, full teams. So that's what the book is. And again, it's called Got Your Number. And Tom Brady, as he did for so many other things, inspired that idea. And again, the book is called Got Your Number. And you can find it anywhere that you pre-order books. I'll get a link back up again for you to find pretty soon. And if you pre-order it, we would be forever in your debt. And we'll continue in just a moment. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.